The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2192. Today we are checking out Score, which is episode 7 from the Disney Gallery series about the Mandalorian. And it focuses primarily, as you might expect, on Ludwig Göransson and his creation of the score. And man, there is some really cool stuff. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, Score, Episode 7, features Ludwig Göransson, and it shows him in his own home studio a lot. In fact, that's how the episode starts. And he talks about what happened when he first got the project. I'm going to let him tell you the deal. One of the first things I did when I started this project was to order a kit of recorders, right? And so I got these in the mail. Okay, I'm gonna stop it right there. Look, everything you might need to know about Ludwig Göransson could be contained in that one statement. The moment that he knew he was getting a Star Wars project, one of the first things he did was buy a kit of recorders. A kit of recorders, like what your kid used to play in music class when he, she was in, you know, first, second grade, right? But then when he actually shows the recorders, like, they're ridiculous. I mean, one of them looks like, uh, you know, the bassoon equivalent of a recorder. So I'll let him explain from there. I think I, I never had, I've never played this one before. So this was the one I played first. That became, that's like the intro to the Mandalorian theme. Jack the Gratu! And that's how it happens, apparently, with a little bit of additional processing and whatnot. In fact, later on in the episode, they talk about you know, how they created the music and taking some you know unique instruments and a dystopian idea and then making it sound modern. And so they apply that you know sort of modern filter to it, if you will. And I'm watching this thinking, it's a recorder. Like, my son has a recorder. I could do this. I could be like... I mean, not even close, but you get the idea, right? Uh, I guess I need a lower pitched one, maybe. <laughs> anyway, so they talk about the, you know, the challenge of Star Wars in that, you know, people will have, you know, their favorite trilogies and, you know, might, you know, not like other trilogies, but that one thing seems a near constant is the appreciation for John Williams' scores. And so 
if you're going to do something different from that, then, you know, you're really treading into dangerous territory. But they talk about the inspirations for the series and how that would inspire the music. And you get to hear a lot from Ludwig Gorenson about how he did it. And in a similar fashion to what we've heard in previous episodes of Disney Gallery about how the Mandalorian's character is revealed with stillness and, you know, the lack of it, like that the slightest motions of his character have to be the ones that express emotion because he obviously doesn't have the face showing to emote with, right? And so in a similar fashion, Ludwig Gorenson is looking at the music as a key to expressing the emotions of the character. And so, for example, when he learns to ride the Blurg, right, there's a triumphant kind of nature to the music as a result and that's supposed to reflect the Mandalorian's emotion and you know it's not necessarily just the moment but it's also the character's moment right not just the moment of what we're experiencing as an audience and they show the 80-piece orchestra playing and Gornson's actually acting more like a record producer in these scenes he's not actually conducting the orchestra which I thought was kind of fascinating but these scenes are the scenes that actually got me worried about season two of The Mandalorian because they gave it a timestamp. It was January 29th of 2019. That was the first day of scoring for The Mandalorian. And you've got 80 people in an enclosed space. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, principal photography ended in February for The Mandalorian. So when did they start scoring and you know were they able to get the scoring done in time and I haven't heard anything about scoring being talked about as far as you know the elements of putting the Mandalorian together and having the ability to do it remotely that being said I think there is one element to the Mandalorian that might make it possible for it to have been completely scored you know very close to if not you know right up to the line of when everything got shut down and that is the fact that number one principle of photography was going on for a while and so directors were shooting multiple episodes and so each episode you know could have been scored potentially right you know one by one by one as one thing but the other thing to consider is that they do this with the pre-visualization that we talked about in a previous episode and that was shown in a previous episode of the Disney Gallery series so as Gorenson is writing the scores for these episodes, he's, you know, got the scripts and so he can think about thematic things and whatnot. But then he has the pre-visualizations that he has access to. They don't actually show him getting access to those things, but I cannot imagine a scenario where they would not have shared pre-visualization stuff with him. And they do show him on set. So, I mean, there are, you know, options there. So I feel like it's entirely possible that he got it done. And that being said, too, I go back and think of Ryan Shore, who has done the you know scores for uh, Galaxy of Adventures and Forces of Destiny for those you know those webisode series for Star Wars, and he's able to create a virtual orchestral studio sound just by himself. So if it came to that, I have a feeling that Ludwig Göransson would be able to pull off a similar kind of thing. Or, you know, reach out to Ryan Shore, why not? But I'll say, if for nothing else, I would highly encourage you to check out the episode just for the giant, crazy, you know, old-school, robotic, soundboardy looking thing that Gorenson shows in his studio. And, 
he shows how he developed some of the, I guess you would call it music in a way, but it's also more like atmospheric sound, if you will, for the prisoner episode where they're, you know, skulking through the corridors of the New Republic transport and, you know, it's, you know, dangerous and, you know, sneaky and all this stuff and tense. And the way that he works that board, it looks like when I was a kid, they had these things from Radio Shack when Radio Shack was still a thing where it was like you get this box and it has all these springs and wires and diodes and you would connect things different ways and it would make different sounds or lights or, you know, other random, you know, electrical <laughs> motions and whatnot. And it looks like an enormous version of it like a life-size six feet tall maybe even taller version of it and how he operates it and how they intercut with scenes from the episode to show you it is really cool so there you go that's what i've got for you of note from the episode entitled score which is episode seven of the disney gallery series for the mandalorian and that is going to do it for this episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it. It is Independence Day weekend here in the United States, and so if you are going out and about, please wear a mask, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7 by 7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7 by 7 We hope you love it.